Welcome to a bonus segment of Solid Steps Radio. We are continuing a great conversation we're having with Bert Moore and Rich Shanks uh, Jr. about um, Wild at Heart, the book Wild at Heart. We're taking a 30,000 foot view of the book and the kind of the, uh, not kind of, but exactly the, the premise of John Eldritch operates from when he wrote this book 16 years ago is that God created man and woman in his image and he created them differently, masculine and feminine. And the man, uh, the male heart, the male soul, the male mind is different than a woman's. And we are unpacking the first four segments. If you've listened to the actual radio program, we, uh, there's a couple things that Eldridge addresses. He asks the question that every man asks himself formally or otherwise deep in his mind and heart and soul is, do I have what it takes? And most men don't like the answer to that question. They say, no, I don't have what it takes. So as a result of that, I don't have what it takes. They begin to pose. I'm rich enough. I'm smart enough. I'm funny enough. I'm whatever enough trying to impress everyone. We call it the false self or Eldridge references that. And a lot of these things have stemmed from a wound that every man has experienced. And Bert really articulated it great he said there's the big t which he shared a little bit of his story and that's that's some non-posing there brother so thank you for sharing that um the big t a big trauma someone did something to you or something happened to you very traumatic you can point to it and say that person at that time but a lot of people have a lot of little t's the little traumas the little things that cumulative effect that happened over someone's life, things that happened or maybe things that did not happen, things they didn't hear. You have what it takes. I love you. You are special and unique. And we ask those questions and the little T's add up to be a big T, right? Mm -hmm. Some people have a combination of, but the bottom line is there is a wound in every man's life and a lot of it can be geared back to the father. And I have I've spent most of my life angry at my dad and I have came to that realization over the past couple years that he did the best he could. And a lot of his problems and wounds and hurts came from his father. And uh, it's, it's a, a lot of messiness going on in life. And dads are doing, most of them are doing the best they can. And they're operating out of their wounds. But we didn't want to leave us hanging with a bunch of hurt, wounded men. We wanted to talk about what's the healing look like. There's a, there is a healing here. It's not just you're a broken vessel, wait for Jesus to come back so you can go to heaven. There is something about healing now that God wants to do. And so we're going to talk about this next segment, what healing looks like. You know, Chad, and you, you mentioned that it's it's not just a one and done deal. It's like, it's a process of healing. Right. And, and and Robert Lewis talks about the different wounds, the, the mother wound, the father wound, um, friendship wounds. Sometimes it's a church wound. Um, but all of us, to some degree, have some level of wounds. I think of my own kids when they, when they lost their mom. There's some wounds there. Mm-hmm. I, I think of my stepkids. Um, who lost their dad when, when he passed away? They there there's some wounds there, and but we want to we want to leave this with some hope today and and some healing. Uh, Rich, you were going to share right out of John's book. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, the truth is that uh, dealing with the wound is painful, right? Um, it starts with admitting that we have a wound. And, you know, Chad, you pointed out that, um, that you've lived with challenge uh, around, you know, some of the things that you feel like uh, you were wounded by your father. And, and for many of the, us, that's really 
challenging to admit, right? We love our families. We don't want to expose our families, whatever that might be. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think you said it really well. Uh, You know, they've wounded us out of their woundedness. And if we want to draw a line and say, this is where this ends, Right. If, if we want to rescue the generations that follow us, then uh, there's no way around this but to just go headlong into the wound. And so, um, you know, he says there's no way around this one. We have to head through it. We have to head through it together. The point of going into our wound is to be able to live from a whole heart and to see God heal us and set us free from that wound. So, uh, you know, it's, it is painful. It is a painful process. But unless we identify that wound, how can we heal it? Well, Rich, and we talked in the break about a, pers- a burn victim. What, what has to happen in, with, with a person who has serious burns? Mm. They have to be scrubbed down. And it's unbelievably painful, but that's how they live. Right, if exactly. You, if you don't scrub down, scrub their skin down, right. uh, it's, they will die. You know, Psalms 35 says, uh, weeping may last for the night, but a shout of joy comes in the morning. And, and that's really what you're talking about. I mean, it is pressing into that wound. And that, that pressing in is painful. Um, you know, it's, it's often, um, I mean, it's, it's ugly, it's, uh, it's challenging, it's painful, it's, it, we have guys that ask us all the time, you know, if, if the wound is what's causing me the pain, why do I have to keep going back to the wound? Why do I have to keep exploring that? Why can't I just put that behind me and move forward? There's no way to move forward without dealing with the wound. And, it's, and really, it's taking that wound, identifying it, understanding it, and it's taking it what do we do, Bert? Well, there, there's several things here. Uh, I've been meeting with Rich, like we said, ten, for 10 years plus, and Rich has always asked me, Bert, where's the silver bullet? <laughs> and I'm going, why, you want to you end this? Or, <laughs> Quick or fixes what? are my favorite. <laughs> and, and I says, you know what? 10 years with me, Rich, every Tuesday morning is not a silver bullet, but it is a step, a path in the right direction. Mm. It is something cool. So, so the healing, one of the, one of the tickets that come out of this is when a man can begin to understand, or a woman, okay, women have, women have wounds too, so don't, you know, we don't want to leave them out, but, but if a man doesn't fix himself, he'll never be able to lead his lovely wife forward neither, so let's keep that in mind. So when a man can understand where he has come from, what he has survived, and where he is headed, that is one step down the road in the right direction. Understanding why my dad did what he did, why that person that, that afflicted the sexual abuse on me, why he did what he did. If I can sit and ask the Holy Spirit to unpack that and help me understand it, well, it brings freedom for me to go, I wasn't broken, they were broken. Now, that doesn't mean I, as a dad of four, haven't inflicted wounds. And you know, a beautiful thing, I've been able to talk to each one of those kids, sat on the porch. I had two daughters in a, in a restaurant over here. Uh, the waitress thought I was a, some sicko man because these girls were crying their eyeballs out and all. And she kept coming over staring at me. I said, ma'am, this is a family thing. And I'm, and I'm asking my daughters to forgive me for the wounds I put in their life. She brought more napkins because we, we were wiping away the tears of her. Guy. And I says, do you like what the Lord's done in the, in the last 10 years? I said, Dad, you're really changing. I said, well, just wait. Wait till God continues to perfect. So the next 10 are going to be even greater. 
See, so the wound ain't the end. The wound, me looking into the wound, meant healing for many that can come from that. Mm. You know, it reminds me of really what happened. This is what Paul wrote to the book of the church at Philippians. He said, he who began a good work in you, he will bring it to completion on the day of Christ Jesus. But it's a process. Yes. It's a process. Rich, you were going to say something? Well, men are taught over and over when they're boys that, um, you know, you don't talk about wounds or hurts, you know, that kind of thing is shameful. You know, men are... Dry up those tears. Yeah, don't cry. Um, You know, (laughs) uh, and and you can think about times back on the playground or on the basketball floor, you know, any wound that stops you, you know, that sets you on the sideline makes you weak, right? And and so, of course, it's our nature to hide those wounds from people. Right again, back to the poser, and um, and really, what is uh, most effective? And and this is mine and Bert's ministry. It is helping men expose those wounds and deal with those wounds. And so, uh, what we're taught is just the opposite of that. What we're taught is to sit on those wounds, to hide those wounds, you cover know, them up, cover them up. Um, you know, in, in any movie, you see the hero, you know, running along, gets shot with an arrow. He just kind of breaks the arrow off and keeps on running, right? He minimizes the wound. But the truth is, uh, we're not going to get past this unless we stop and face the wound. But the wound, guys, does not define a man. Mm. What defines a man is what he does with it. So let's, let's take these wounds and, and, and hammer them into swords and a weapon, and let's take that weapon and ram it right back down the throat of the enemy who's tried to hold us captive with this. That line I stole from Ted Roberts from Pure Desire. But, I mean, it's been something that's been in my heart. I'm taking the things that the enemy has meant to side rail me and making weapons out of them against the enemy of my soul. And use it for good for the kingdom. Yes. So, so, so let, let, can I ask a question real quick? What is the, f- what's the, f- it sounds like the wound, acknowledging it is the first step in the healing. You said wound is not the end. Right. So the healing really begins with acknowledging of the wound. Yes, and looking at it. Yeah, okay. Brenning Manning says the spiritual life begins with the acceptance of our wounded self. So, I mean, it's not until we get to that point that we can get past that point. So then, okay, so then you, the other main, another key principle is you got to do this together. Yes. You, you cannot address the wound of your life alone. You're wounded in community, so you need to be healed in community. Um, as you're going through and addressing, you identify it, you address it, you do it in community, you do it with other godly men. What are some other principles that we need to do to move forward in healing? Uh, you know, I mean, I think... Um as we've already stated, I mean, it, it starts by finding a group of men uh, that you are willing to share openly and honestly everything about yourself um, and putting it out there, you know, realizing that you are not the only one, right? Realizing that the wounds that you share or the, or the wounds that you have are, are shared by many others. Uh, and and it's really about breaking into uh, and and learning about other men, allowing those men to break in and, and learn about you. And, you know, for me, in my own personal experience, so much of that healing came in realizing, wait a minute, I'm not the only one that feels this way. 
you know, I'm not the only one who is trying desperately to keep others from knowing what I'm really feeling inside, who I really am. Opening, opening your heart to these other guys. Describe how you do that before the Lord as well, because the Lord is the ultimate healer. He really is. And, and the, the word intimacy, see, the, the Bible talks about intimacy with me and the Lord. And that, that's been a showstopper for most guys, and me especially. I thought intimacy was that, that S word, you know, that, that and, and when I really f- began to find out that intimacy with God is he wants to hear the inner cry of my heart. He wants to, he wants to see me where I'm at in the puddle of tears and the desperation. He wants to see me when, when I come alive. You put a fishing pole in Alaska in my hands, and this old man comes alive. You put a gun on my back in the Rocky Mountains chasing some critter, and I can outwalk most men. But that those are the things that God wants to see. He wants to He wants to give me the desires of my heart for that. And and He wants to hear when I'm broken. God God isn't mad when I even if, when I look at him and I go, God, I'm not sure you came through for me. Were you there in the midst of my pain? And he says, Son, I was the one that held you the whole time. Yeah. I think it's interesting to point out Isaiah 61 one says, you know, uh, he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. And, you know, it's a central passage in the entire Bible because um, it's the one that Jesus chooses to proclaim about himself when he steps on the scene in Luke four. Right. That uh, I've come to bind up and heal your wounds and set your heart free. So, you know, I mean, I think that there is no healing without inviting the Holy Spirit in. I think um, really identifying that wound, and, and for many men, that's a challenge. And so inviting the Holy Spirit to kind of walk through that process with you and reveal those things to you, um, you know, I, if you ask that question, it will not go unanswered. Right. Mm-hmm. The Lord has been sent. Hey, he has stepped on this earth to heal us from our wounds and to set our hearts free. And he will be faithful in that. Psalm 147 says he heals the brokenhearted and he binds up our wounds. And he does that in the power of the Holy Spirit. But he also does it in the context of other men. Yeah. Because we are the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And he, we, he uses the hands and the fingers and the arms of other men to embrace and to encourage and to heal. That's why we have shared in this show over and over again, it is absolutely critical that we as men connect with other God-fearing and godly men. Why? Because we're broken and we need help and we need healing and God uses each of us. Yeah, saved my life. That's, that's, that's the ministry of healing. Yeah. That's good. So we are broken in community and we're healed in community. If you heard nothing else in the past hour of we're talking about, uh, Adam and Eve had help when they fell. There was an enemy there. There was three involved. Mm. And then there was three involved, Adam and Eve, and someone walking in the cool of the morning. And it said that he, God, made garments for Adam and Eve. He killed an animal the way I read it he made sure that animal provided covering for Adam and Eve they were naked and God provided covering for them 
he wants to heal and cover up our wounds. And so healing cannot be done by self only. You have to have someone involved that someone is the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and other men in your life to help come along. So uh, healing is not a formula, but it's a process. And 10 years down the road, Bert is more healed than he was 10 years ago. If Mm -hmm. I sat down and if Rich Shanks Jr. came walking in this room 10 years ago, I'm willing to bet the one sitting here would look at him and go, ugh. (laughs) Right? I do that every day. (laughs) But you're not the man you were 10 years ago. I'm not the man I was 10 days ago. Right. There's a progression here, right? And so it's not about arriving. It's the journey of getting that healing process is going down the road and moving the ball down the field. So... Uh, we hope we've cured all of your problems on this past segment. <laughs> we want the formula, don't we? We want the magic pill. There isn't one. His name is Jesus. He is the healer and the binder of our wounds. And uh, we cannot do it minus him. And that's why we call ourselves Solid Steps Radio, to walk with God, taking steps with Jesus Christ. So that's our little show. And that's our segment for, for this week. And tune in because the next three weeks, we're going to talk more about, about the Wild at Heart book and more importantly, more importantly about us as a man, about our hearts and walking with God. So thank you for Bert. Thank you for uh, Rich. And thank you for listening, listeners. And we hope to uh, you can hear more of us on upcoming episodes and shows on Solid Steps Radio.